Stay cool, San Antonio. Boy, we're going to be back up at the 99 again today, the triple digits the rest of the week, and a slight chance of a little bit of rain here and there. Trey here, Don there. There's Jimmy. There's Elaine. Good morning. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. And these stories, as we talk about them, you want to make a comment, 210-599-5555. So Joe's got the COVIDs again. He was COVID-free for about a day or two. And then he tested, and he got the COVIDs again. So either, A, it was a false negative when he tested last week, or the doctor is blaming Paxlovid. The doctor is now saying, no, Paxlovid. I've heard it said a million different ways. Paxlovid, 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 whatever. Uh, the doc says that, oh, no, in uh, special rebound cases, you can end up with Paxlovid uh, giving you it again. He is now in strict isolation. Uh-huh. Joe's in strict isolation because the midterms are coming up, and they want the dude in strict isolation. They don't want him out. It, it, look, he's probably going to have COVID between now and November. So there you go. But what was interesting about it, it didn't even make the morning ABC newscast on television. They did not talk about the president being in strict isolation with his second bout of COVID in as many weeks. In fact, second bout of COVID in the same week because he had COVID and got over it and then had COVID all over again. So Joe, Jose, baby, Presidente, El Jefe, dude, when are you going to reestablish and reinstate all those people that you had fired who went and got the vax because, or didn't go get the vax and you had them fired because you said, if you don't get the vax, you're fired. And thousands of people in this country, thousands of people in the military, thousands of people in government jobs did did not get the vax, and uh, they got fired. Well, apparently, you've had numerous vaxes. You've had numerous boosters. That's what you have told us. And now you keep getting COVID over and over again, even though you are back to the max and you're boosted to the woosted, baby. And why are you continuing to get it over and over again, Joe? It's absolutely not fair that people continue to lose their jobs for not getting the vax. When clearly the vax doesn't do much to keep you from getting it. Vax doesn't do anything to keep you from getting it. In fact, he said last week when he's fully recovered and I'm going back to work. Remember the Rose Garden thing? Remember that? I'm going back to work. I'm fully recovered. And he said, get a vax, wear a mask, get boosted, wear a mask, wear a mask, get boosted, get back. But you're still going to get it. <laughs> All right, Joe. Uh, Donald Trump is mocking it, by the way. Donald Trump. And now that he's talking about the rebound thing, Joe Biden's second bout of COVID, sometimes referred to as the China virus, was sadly misdiagnosed by his doctors. He instead has dementia, but is happily recovering well. Joe is thinking of moving part-time to one of those beautiful Wisconsin nursing homes where almost 100% of the residents miraculously and for the first time in history had the strength and energy to vote, even if those votes were cast illegally, Get well soon, Joe. All right, so one, one, the mega millions, the million or the billion dollar mega millions jackpot claimed in Illinois. 
just it was not Beetlejuice, right? She didn't win it. Beetlejuice didn't win this, right? We know that. The problem is we don't know who won because that person has decided that they want to remain anonymous, and that's perfectly fine in Illinois and in Texas and other states. You're allowed to remain absolutely anonymous. It was sold at a Speedway gas station in Des Plaines. The tax bill, let's talk about that for a couple of seconds here. I looked this up over the weekend. If the uh, winner chooses, it was uh, $1.5 billion or $1.3 billion. Uh, if the winner chooses a cash payout of $780.5 million or, or annual payments at $1.3 billion over 29 years, Illinois currently holds uh, 24% in federal taxes, 4.95% in state income taxes, and there could be other tax obligations depending on the financial situation of the winner. So if the winner decides to take the uh, $780 million lump sum, approximately $188 million in federal taxes will be withheld from that. And then approximately $39 million in state taxes, and that means an estimated take-home payout of about $550 million after they get all theirs. Now, there could be some more, but $550 million in your bank account on a Monday morning is not a bad way to start a week now, is it? That's the okay thing. Now, if you take the $1.3 billion in annual installments and the tax rates don't change for 29 years, which they will, and that's why I would take the cash because they're going to go up on taxes. Taxes only go up. An estimated $320 billion or million in federal taxes will be withheld. An estimated 66 in state taxes will be withheld. And that would mean an estimated take-home payout of $949 million over 29 years. But then you're taking the risk of it not making it because the state goes bust or the lottery goes bust or whatever so again we don't know who it was but we do know that uh they have stepped forward to get the 1.3 billion dollars uh we also had another winner uh playing the lottery over the weekend in massachusetts a man got a twenty-five thousand dollar a year for life lotto prize this month so th- the rest of his life He's going to get $25,000 a year. He bought the winning ticket at the very same supermarket that he won a million dollars at in 2016. This guy needs to go to Vegas. Kevin Miller in Massachusetts. He guessed the first five numbers of the quick pick ticket, matching it for Lucky for Life game drawing. He had previously won a million bucks in the state's Cadillac Riches. He purchased both of his winning tickets at Food City on Avenue A in Turner Falls up in Massachusetts. And so he got the million dollars in 2016, and now he's going to receive $25,000 a year for the rest of his life until he dies. He is lucky. Luck has fallen off that guy. All right. Finally, before the break, uh, Biden officials now are privately warning uh, ending the remain in Mexico is going to bring in even more illegal immigration across the state but or into the United States. Um, there, there's some major changes that are going on with that because now we are finding out that Joe Biden is using air marshals to escort border crossers into the country for catch and release. And out in Los Angeles, they have nixed the citizenship requirement for government jobs. Uh, Joe Biden is also giving the uh, border crossers, the illegal border crossers, a card with a number on it. Uh, we're going to do a little investigation this week. I was told by somebody that works down there that this is a social security number. 
that illegal aliens, when they come across the border, they're receiving a social security number. Now, I can't, I have not confirmed that yet. We're going to, we're going to, Elaine's going to work on that this week, right, Elaine? And we're going to find out if they're really giving them social security numbers when they come across the border. If that's the case, we're going to raise all kinds of hell. Because, first of all, that gives you access to all kinds of benefits, including social security. Uh, also, that will be used for you to be able to vote as an illegal alien. And if you are an illegal alien, now in Los Angeles, you can hold government jobs. You do not have to be a citizen of the United States to hold a government job in Los Angeles. So i got details about that and so much more coming up. Trey Ware, KTSA. Hey, it's one. All right, it's 521. Trey Ware here, KTSA 210-599-5555. Well, you jamming out. Oh, you jamming out, man. You go. You got your rock on over there, don't you? Huh? Good stuff. Yeah, I like it. Well, Jimmy knows I want everything. Everything has to be upbeat, man. No slow. Nothing slow. Right. You know, because yeah. I'm. He he's figuring out. He's been here over a week with me, and he's figuring out. I'm a pretty laid back, easygoing, slow oh, yeah. talker. You know, there's no intensity coming over here. Yeah. No speed coming over here. No. Nope. The chillmeister over there. That's right. Yep. Yeah, everything changes at nine. He's like, God, man, <laughs> right? Can breathe. The brakes, the brakes slow down at nine o'clock, right, brother? I know. That's I'm sorry. not true. And he's like, okay, he he talks more slowly than Trey does. It, right. the, the last week, if somebody asked me how much coffee you drink every day, did they really? Yeah. Somebody asked you that question. Said, how much coffee does he? He's always a cup of coffee right always, here. I said, I think it's just one. It is this cup of coffee right here. Of course, it's, you know, a gallon jug, but still. <laughs> That's right. You know. A cup is the size of a 57 pickup truck. Yeah. Oh, it's just a cup of coffee. I'm naturally an energetic individual, mm-hmm. and I love right. it that way. So anyway, um, I can't figure this out, man. I'm watching this video of this plane going down on the one wheel, and uh, it's missing a pilot. And that's a weird story. That's just a, We'll get into the smoke story here in a minute, but this is just a weird story, right? So these two guys are flying this this aircraft, um, and one's a pilot, one's a co-pilot. Um, the pilot was young; I think he was in his twenties, twenty-three, or co-pilot or whatever. I don't I don't know if he was the co-pilot or the pilot, right? But he was twenty-three, and he ended up in the backyard of a house thirty miles away from the runway, no parachute. Right. And they're saying, okay, did he jump? Was he pushed? Did he fall out? Um, okay, the falling out part by accident is almost an impossibility unless you jack it around and open the door, okay? Because mm-hmm. right. that's not how that works, right? You have to open the door and be cl- close to it, unstrapped, whatever, before you could just accidentally fall out. Um, because I can't imagine he was, you know, in mid-flight and realized there was a coupon from Domino's no. Pizza stuffed into the windshield no. wiper, and he was trying to get it out. Yeah, exactly you know? right. Something in the windshield wiper. Yeah. I wonder what that is. Oh, <laughs> how did I get a parking <laughs> ticket on it's this? It's from thing? the Jehovah's Witnesses. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Come to our meeting yeah. Saturday. No, I don't think so. I don't think that's what that was. No. So either, I don't know, either A, he was an unhappy dude and decided that's how he was going to go. Right. Right? That's possible. Or B, somebody was unhappy with him and decided that was the way he was going to go. Either way. Mm -hmm. Uh, We don't know. Um, I think they're going to be able, they said, I I don't know how all this works with autopsies and all that, having never performed an autopsy. Um, They they said they're going to be able to figure out if he was injured or killed before which is also a possibility could have been killed before 
mm-hmm. or something else and then you know dispose of the body by throwing him out who knows but it's just the weirdest thing in the world the other guy was taken to the hospital but then was uh, released a little bit later on the other pilot was released a little bit later on. So perhaps a mile-high mutiny going on. Well, I don't... See, that's the deal. And they need to talk to that guy, and they haven't said... That I've seen yet, and I've looked at several different versions of the story, they haven't said yet what the other pilot had to say. Have they mentioned anybody else on the plane, or no. was it just the two of them? No, they haven't said anything about anybody else. It, it, it held 10 people. Right. So, uh, Mark, go ahead. What, what do you know about this that maybe I don't, huh? Hello, Mark. Wait a minute. We got to get you tuned up there, Mark. There we go. Go ahead, Mark. Hey, Trey. Good morning. Morning. Um, I've been uh, doing some research on YouTube about the uh, guy that fell out of the airplane. It was a skydiving airplane. The jumpers had already exited. It was a Casa 212 that has a gate on the back, a tailgate on the back of the airplane. Okay. Um, apparently, they damaged the landing gear on takeoff. So after the skydivers exited and they were coming down to land, the captain asked the co-pilot to go to the back of the airplane, stick his head out, uh, and see if the landing gear was destroyed. Uh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. So it's bad all the way around. Yeah. Yeah. That's it not never should have happened. They should have gone by a, to a controlled airport. Yeah, let the let's got the tower look at it. Tower, but mm-hmm. yeah, he fell out. It was a horrible accident. Wow! So the co-pilot went to check see if the gear was down or damaged, and uh, maybe just fell out. How do you know the gate yeah. was broken on the back? The uh, jumpers. No, it's a. It's a. That's where the jumpers exit. Yeah, but the the, the jumpers had told had said the gate was no the gear the landing gear. Oh, I thought you said the gate was busted in the back. No, it was open. open. And I guess it remains open all the time. Ah, uh, okay. So that's how he fell out. Wow. Wow. Yeah. How horrible Bad is that? Jeez. So ex-pilot, ex-skydiver, familiar with how that could have really easily happened. Yeah. Wow. He should have had a parachute on, first of all, or he should have been uh, secured down somehow. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. Fly by a tower and say, hey, how's the gear yeah. looking? Yeah, right. It's a horrible, horrible accident. Thank you, Mark. There we go, man. Appreciate the update on that. Now we know. Yeah. Wow. Gosh. Doesn't make it any better. No, it's it makes more it, disturbing yeah, now. Yeah, more disturbing. Wow. Hey, how would you like to be the pilot in command that told the yeah. guy to go back there, told your co-pilot, hey, go back there and check the gear. And Yeah, what where, charges is he looking at? And he never came back. Yeah. Never came. Where is he? You know, and you land an airplane on one wheel, and uh, boy, well, what a mess. Okay. And he was how many miles away from the... 30 miles 30 is where miles. they found his body in a backyard 30 miles away, 30 miles south of the airport. This is in North Carolina. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, they were... Obviously, they dropped off their the jumpers and were headed back to the airport and uh, wanted to check the gear, and out he went. Whew, man, that's awful. That is terrible. Oh. I do want to talk about uh, uh, food smoke, because I made some this weekend. I bet you you could smell it. We'll talk about that coming up, and we got a lot of news to get to this morning. Any of the news stories that you want to comment on, like Mark just did, 210-599-5555. Trey Ware, KTSA. 536 now, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Stuff going on at the border with more and more arrivals every day now. They're pouring it on, and it's catch and release. It's all about get them here. 
get on their card, and whether it's a Social Security number or just a card, ID card, they're getting a card, they're getting jobs out in Los Angeles. Los Angeles County Board of Supervisors voted unanimously with no discussion to allow the county to no longer require U.S. citizenship for government jobs in Los Angeles and Los Angeles uh, County. And, of course, bringing them here, bringing more and more illegals into the country. The Biden administration now is spurring a flood of illegal immigration again with a new uh, proposal. And I'll tell you about that coming up. And by the way, any of these stories you want to comment on, feel free, 210-599-5555. Jim, you're on KTSA. What's up, man? Hey, good morning. Uh, talking about your uh, pilot that fell out of a plane. Yeah. If he was if he was in the back where they had just had jumpers, uh, I, I know in the military you will never have anyone jump out of a plane without a uh, a jump master back there, and I believe it's an FAA regulation that they have a, a live uh, trained jump master who knows how to jump, and the only thing he does is make sure everybody gets into the aircraft on the ground and out of the aircraft safely. It's not the co-pilot's job. So I guess the first question is, where was the jump master? Uh, would he have jumped? I don't know. I don't know the answer to any of this. Would no, he have no. jumped? No, they all have a jump master that stays with the plane, and he shuts the gate, oh. and he, he makes sure that everybody clears the plane. He's a third person on the plane in the back, specifically designated okay. to make sure that the uh, jumpers exit the aircraft safely. So there should have been a jump master back huh. there that could have checked for the gear. He would have had a, a parachute on and a strap, out. strapped in. Yeah, right. Yeah, strapped in, exactly. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, I don't know, Jim. Yeah, I, a lot of questions. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, for for every time we get an answer for it, it just seems like uh, there's another question or two that comes up. We're just talking about this story. It's just an odd story oddball story of this and thanks for the call jim of this uh, airplane that landed with only one on board and that was the uh, the pilot the co-pilot uh was not on board either fell pushed jumped whatever from uh, that airplane and i remember going up with the with the golden knights i was an alternate to jump with the golden knights over at randolph air force base one time in case the guy that was jumping ahead of me got cold feet i was there uh, and dressed and ready to go and the guy that you're talking about, the jump master, also served as a crew chief on the airplane. So, yeah, you had the pilot, the co-pilot, the one that we were in. It was a, a Falker. And uh, then you had the crew chief, and that was it. That was the crew. And uh, then, the, of course, the Golden Knights, and they jumped. And then we returned back, and the crew chief rode basically, you know, he kind of stood up by the cockpit in that general vicinity while we came back to Earth. And uh, and so they did. They had three on board on that one. But that was, you know, that's the Army. That's the Golden Knights. I don't know what it is for private aviation. Just an interesting story. Okay, so officials on Joe Biden's National Security Council are warning now the end to former President Donald Trump's Remain in Mexico program is going to spur even more illegal immigration. In June, the Supreme Court ruled in a 5-4 decision that the Biden administration can, can end Remain in Mexico. And the Department of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas has vowed to end the program, saying we don't need this program. He also says, you know, the guy's on drugs because he says the borders uh, is secure. You know, you got to be smoking something really crazy to say this border is secure. But anyway, he says that. And the national security officials are warning the administration officials that ending Remain in Mexico will spur an even larger flood of illegal immigration. Well, of course it will. If they don't have to stay on that side of the border, if they can just come on in, of course. That's just another incentive, another encouragement. And if you're giving them cards, that's going to give them more welfare. If you're taking down the uh, prohibitions against illegals working in this country, like they are in California, 
Los Angeles, hey, you don't have to be here. You don't have to be a citizen. You don't have to be here legally. You can get a job with the with the city and the county of Los Angeles. And the officials now telling the Biden administration that any of the program will attract more people across the border illegally. I mean, that's just intuitive. It just makes sense. As they continue on with catch and release, which is just basically turning the border at this point into a checkpoint. Uh, using He is using federal air marshals now to escort border crossers and illegal aliens before their release into American communities. Air marshals, of course, came out of 9-11. Uh, to ride on airplanes conspicuously, to be there in case there's another attempt on the uh, on the aircraft, to be there to make sure that we don't have another hijacking situation like 9-11. And now Joe Biden has repurposed them, and he has deployed them to escort border crossers and illegal aliens from processing facilities into the United States interior. As catch and release has now become nothing more than uh, than a travel agency, basically. Uh, many arrive at the border expecting to secure parole now. They're walking up, according to the folks down at the border, and they're saying, where's my parole? And they're being very aggressive now. They know that we are going to kowtow to them. If they just show up and say, hey, you know, take me to your leader, take me to Pennsylvania, take me to Florida, whatever, the air marshal's job is to walk 50 yards with them into the United States, escorting them into the United States. At least 9 in 10 border crossers and illegal aliens apprehended at the border are being paroled into the U.S. And Biden's uh, DHS has released over a million border crossers and illegal aliens into American communities. We know that. We see the ramifications of that. Former President Donald Trump pressed the uh, guys, the air marshals, into duty as well in 2019, but it was to back up manpower to be there to block off these people from getting inside. Now the Biden administration has changed their uh, orders for air marshals, and they are now escorts to escort illegal aliens wherever they want to go in America. And we also know... These uh, issuing identification cards, I was told over the weekend by people familiar with the story down there that are working along the border that they're getting Social Security numbers as well. We're going to check into that. I haven't confirmed that yet, but that's what I was told, that illegal aliens are getting Social Security numbers on these cards so that they're able to go and get all kinds of benefits and eventually draw on Social Security Oh, yeah, draw on Social Security, get health care benefits, et cetera. And then, obviously, with a Social Security number, you end up voting. And that's the whole point here. As we've said over and over again, that's the bottom line to this. Being able to cast votes in the upcoming election using a Social Security number that is being given to the illegal aliens as they come across the border by Joe Biden. We do know that they are for sure wanting to give them cards with numbers on there so that they can get benefits. And we're being told those are Social Security numbers, and we're going to follow up on that and see if that indeed is true. 210-599-5555. Joe Manchin sounding off on his um, on his tax increase. We want to talk about that. And uh, and we lost some greats over the weekend, including, as, as uh, uh, Don was just telling you, Bill Russell uh, passing away, Nichelle Nichols passing away over the weekend, and the Little Mermaid, Ursula. <laughs> passed away over the weekend too we'll tell you about that coming up trey Ware, ktsa did you smell it me my house my pit huh 
You're talking about your armpits, aren't no, you? No, my barbecue pit. Did you smell that over the weekend? That's what that was. Oh. You know, you're talking about this restaurant over in Houston, right? Yeah, it's Taqueria in Houston. Taqueria. And it was, uh, what, people were upset because the smell was getting inside their apartments. It was making their furniture smell like fajitas. So were they eating the furniture or what? You know what? Why not? <laughs> At least lick uh, it. What? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Lick the armrest because it could be good stuff on there. Yeah, no. Maybe. We fired it up on Saturday. John came over on Saturday, brought the steak uh, for... Uh, nice, nice little uh, like ribeyes for a uh, steak sandwich. So we had steak sandwich on, on Ooh, and it, first time we'd use this new pit I bought. So is it one of the pellet ones? One of those? No, pits? no, oh, it's, okay. it, no, it's it's a it's a Weber, and uh, it's got gas light to it, gas start, and then it and then it's you know, your wood, your charcoal, whatever. It's great. Right. It's great. It's a great little thing, and uh, so it worked so well on Saturday that Sunday, yesterday, I had to fire it up, did uh, jalapeno cheeseburgers uh, with with Nancy yesterday, and it was delish, man. So good. But, man, did I smoke up all of eastern counties. All the eastern <laughs> counties are smoked up. I really did. I turned a smoke yeah. on, baby. It was flying everywhere. I like that. I, You know, you come in and you smell it all over yourself. Smell like it for days. Man, I like that. Yeah, that's an odd, pleasurable scent. It, it really is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do. Do you ever get to where you're smelling like that? And say, oh, so good, man. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't notice it typically, but the dogs will start following <laughs> Yeah, dog licking your toes. You know, following me around the house, you know. <laughs> Hoping you drop something. Say, man, I just let you out. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah, no, it was good, man. It was a good weekend for it, too, by the way. Yeah. I don't think I would do much complaining. If a taqueria is smelling up my apartment next door, I don't think I'm going to complain all that much. Yeah, how is that a bad thing, though? Or if I complained, I think I would just say, hey, we can work this out. You know, if once a week I can come in here and have lunch, I yeah. won't see you. you know? Right. That wouldn't hurt. Yeah. Your friends are stopping by saying, I didn't even know you. I didn't even notice you had a cat. That's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. <laughs> here we are. The overpowering aroma of fajitas ah. from next door. So, uh, 35 was its usual disaster over the weekend. Oh, such a good time. Oh, my yeah. God. What are they going to do? <laughs> it's nuts out there on 35, man. Oh, And I guess it's just the weekends or whatever. I know they're working on the double-deck thing down here, but that's like 52 years away. Yeah. So, uh, you know, right. we'll be dead and gone by the time they get that all completed and worked out. Now, I don't know. That 35 between... Uh, you know, really between 410 and, uh, you know, Wisconsin is uh, <laughs> it's just a nightmare. Yeah. And Friday was no different. I was out running some errands on Friday and was in and out of some stores and stuff and uh, just looked on 35 and nobody was going anywhere. Mm -hmm. you know? That's how it is every weekend. Well, and, you know, I saw them on Friday afternoon over there by Rotama and on the southbound side, mm -hmm. and they chose Friday afternoon – as the time to repair the, uh, they had a problem with the, you know, the guardrail. So that was the time to repair the guardrail at Friday afternoon at about five o'clock on <laughs> I H thirty five. Makes instead perfect of, sense. Instead of right now yeah. or two, you know, Tuesday at three a.m. Instead of that, we'll, we'll choose Friday afternoon at five o'clock to repair yeah. the guardrail. No one will notice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nobody knew. Just all the people that were stopped yeah, right. for hours on age 35. Anyway. All right. So, uh, Nichelle Nichols passed away over the weekend. Died yesterday, 89 years old. Lieutenant Uhura. All three seasons of the original Star Trek, 66 to 69. And then she was in the films from uh, 79 to 91. 
toured the country with Duke Ellington at one point, the first black woman in major primetime television. Th- she thought about getting it out, getting out, and MLK Jr. talked her back into it. Said, "No, you have to do it. You already knocked down the you you busted the glass ceiling. You've already knocked down the barriers, and do not get out. Uh, you've changed the face of television forever." And by the way, her and uh, Bill Shatner did change the face of television when they shared the very first on-screen interracial kiss during Star Trek. As a matter of fact, and I remember that boy, it was just it was it was big news. Uh, anyway, she passed away over the weekend. She had a number of of health issues. So did NBA legend Bill Russell. Passed away peaceful uh, peacefully. His wife by his side. They said. The most prolific winner in sports of all time, American sports. He won state championships in high school. He won NCAA championships. He was the captain of the gold medal winning U.S. Olympic team, 11 times an NBA champion. Eleven. Think about that. 11 NBA championships. Two NBA championships as the first black head coach of any North American professional sports team. Again, uh, ceilings being just busted everywhere you turn when it came to Bill Russell. In 2009, the award for the NBA Finals Most Valuable Player renamed after him. It is now called the Bill Russell NBA Finals Most Valuable Player Award. And then in the Civil Rights Movement, he was well-known, uh, leading Mississippi's first integrated basketball camp in the wake of Medgar Evers' uh, assassination. And then decades of activism recognized by his receipt of the Presidential Medal of Freedom in 2010, uh, totally about disrupting the uh, status quo, uh, Bill Russell dying at uh, 88. And Pat Carroll, you may not know Pat Carroll's name. Pat Carroll was known for her role in voicing Ursula in Disney's Little Mermaid. She passed away this weekend at 95, recovering from pneumonia and passed away at 95. So Ursula. The voice of Ursula passed away. Biden says that the legislative deal that he and Joe Manchin and Chuck Schumer are working on will not raise taxes on people making less than 400000 Well, people with these institutes went to work to put a pencil to it, and Joe's lying. It will raise taxes on people making less than 400000 I'm going to explain how that's going to work. Um, and it's a simple thing, and I mentioned this uh, last week. I'll just mention this to you real quick. In the next hour, we'll get into it a little bit more, and we'll open up the phones, 210-599-5555. But bottom line is, as I've told you before, businesses do not pay taxes. Businesses collect taxes. So when you go up on taxes on a business, which is what Manchin says they are doing, You are going up on taxes on everyone who is doing business with that business or everyone, essentially, because then those taxes are passed on again and passed on again and passed on again. Businesses do not pay taxes. Businesses collect taxes, and they pay those taxes. Well, look at your receipt next time you're at a restaurant, and you've got the sales tax on there. You paid the sales tax. The business didn't pay the sales tax. They are collecting that sales tax, and that's true anywhere else you go. So when you raise taxes on business, those mean old corporations, we're going to put them in their place and we're going to raise taxes on them. You're not. You're raising taxes on you and me and all the citizens of this great country. So, yes, people making less than 400000 are going to get a gigantic tax increase under this plan if it goes through. More on that coming up. Trey Ware, KTSA. DFM 1071. Yeah. 
607 now, 550 KTSA, FM 1071, the uh, Treyware page at KTSA.com. And to say that this is a slow news day is really kind of understating it. Am I right about that? I mean, you know, we're digging and digging. There's some stuff to talk about every now and then. We got the Joe Manchin story about this and the new taxes that they want to hit you with. So we can get into that, but that's certainly not like you know hot news. We got James Carville making some uh, some I guess a, a few comments about the GOP primaries, and I've got some stories about the RNC and what they have done to make it a whole lot better uh, voting this this go round. Uh, really cut down the cheat and make it easier for people to vote. And then uh, the the Democrats really are done with Joe Biden, seriously. And it's it's showing up in all their media. It's showing up in the Washington Post this weekend. I've got that story. It's in the New York Times, USA Today. They've already moved on. In fact, in in the Washington Post, and I'm going to get more into this this hour, but in the Washington Post this weekend, they put all their political columnists together in a room and they wrote a piece about who they want to replace Joe Biden (laughs) now. (laughs) So, you know... When the Washington Post, which is the mouthpiece for the Democrat Party, already is writing pieces about the, this is who we need to replace Joe Biden, uh, you already know that they're done with this guy. And by the way, he's back in isolation. He tested positive for COVID again, uh, said he was negative for about two days, then tested positive once again, and has tested positive every day since i wonder if they're gonna have him test positive all the way up through the midterms and by the way that was the other thing uh, that came out this weekend or how many of the democrats now who are running in the midterms have distanced themselves from joe biden and this is really an unusual thing they're not inviting him to the campaign trail to make any appearances with with uh, with them as they're campaigning uh, in the midterms they want nothing to do with joe biden at this point democrats are pretty much done with him so I don't I don't know if that means that the Democrats as a whole are going to get rid of him and vote for somebody else. Um, I don't I don't know if the Republicans who voted for him this last time, uh, who really you know they they they're not, they weren't conservatives in the in the first. I mean, if you voted for Joe Biden, you can't call yourself a conservative. You're not, uh, and you certainly can't call yourself a traditional family conservative because he stands for none of those principles. If you voted for him. You voted for one of the most left-wing, radical um, people that has ever served in that office. And and you voted for a complete and utter failure. That's what Joe Biden was. And your vote has brought us these incredible energy prices, this, quote, transition. Your vote brought us the debacle of withdrawing uh, out of Afghanistan, which cost the lives of 13 troops left behind billions of dollars in armaments and basically collapsed uh, all the gains that we had made in the stabilization of, of the Middle East, uh, which is not <clears throat> very stable at this point, and, uh, and all that. So I, I don't know if the Republicans who voted for him are going to continue to vote for him, but the, you, you really shouldn't even call yourself a Republican anymore. Uh, kind of like a Bill Crystal, you are a Democrat. And now Joe Manchin comes along, and he's felt the pressure and the heat of not doing the build back better thing and so he's come up with this new thing he says you know that really was a mistake not pushing the build back better thing because it clearly would not have caused inflation 
Somebody got to Joe Manchin, apparently. I've said all along, he's a Democrat, and Democrats are all the same, and so, you know, just wait for his true colors to show, and his true colors are showing right now. And Joe Biden, or Joe Manchin was on television yesterday. He talked to Brett Baer on Friday, and he was on uh, Face the Nation yesterday. We are not raising taxes on the American people. These tax, the $313 billion tax increase, is going to go on corporations. Well, Joe, quit lying. Mr. Manchin, Senator Manchin, you are lying to the American people. Again, if you just now woke up, and I'll explain it one more time, businesses do not pay taxes. They collect taxes. Look at your receipt. You'll see that they add a tax down at the bottom, and you pay that tax. Whether it's a sales tax, a federal tax, could be a local tax, whatever it is, the businesses collect those taxes, and then they give those taxes over to the governmental entity, in this case, the federal government. So he calls it an all-American bill, an all-American bill. But U.S. manufacturing will suffer half the total tax hike at $155.6 billion. Again, manufacturing does not pay taxes. Simply don't. Manufacturing will collect taxes. It's like, okay, Toyota, manufacturing trucks right here in San Antonio. They don't pay taxes. They collect taxes every time they sell a vehicle. And it's sold again and sold again, you know, through the distribution process until it ends up on the on the showroom floor. It is sold. There's a gigantic tax on there. You pay that tax. So taxes are paid by individuals all across this country. So when they say we're going to go up on taxes on these corporations and we're not raising taxes on people out there, the hell you're not. Next time you go buy a taco and a taco is more expensive because the tax right down there at the bottom because – it's all itemized on that receipt. That's you paying an increased tax. You, me, us, individuals. Now, they just they'll just flat lie to you about it, and 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 they are. And Joe Biden said the same thing over the weekend. No, it's not going to raise taxes. Nobody making more than four hundred thousand uh, or making less than four hundred thousand going to pay any taxes. Well, okay. Here's here's his quote, Joe Biden, for the first time in a long time. Going to make the largest corporations pay their fair share without any new taxes on people making under $400,000 a year. Well, it's simply not true. <laughs> That's just not true. The Nonpartisan Joint Committee on Taxation, it's an organization that both parties have look at this. Taxes will increase for everyone under this plan except those making about $10,000 a year. Tax increases next year total 16.7 billion for Americans making less than 200 grand, 14 billion for those making between 200 and 500, 23 billion for those making 500 or more a year. So yes, unless you're down around 10 grand a year, which means you're on government assistance of some kind, everybody else is going to have a tax increase and I could go through all the numbers here but it would be be boring. So Tax increases on people making as little as $10,000 a year under this program that Joe Biden and Joe Manchin are now trying to push. Why are they trying to do it? They're trying to raise taxes to give to the Green New Steel, which are the people that are funding their campaigns. This is all about you funding the Democrats' campaigns and trying to snatch them out of the fire so they have a chance at winning. 
Louis, you're on KTSA with Trey. Go right ahead. Is it Louis or Louise? Louise. Louise, go right ahead, sir. Hey, Trey. Yeah, I just wanted to make a point. Uh, you mentioned that uh, manufacturers pay taxes and then they, they, they sell the item and then they, they pay, collect taxes. But really, on the, on the supply chain, every, every business has a tax-exempt number that they avoid taxes until it gets to the retail end of it. So finally, the customer, the end consumer, is the only entity that is required to pay tax. That's what I said. Absolutely what I said. Okay, I misunderstood. No, absolutely 100%. The taxes, the taxes are, are, they are, they collect tax, businesses collect taxes, we pay them. Whether it's you, you going to the taqueria this morning to have a taco, or you going and buying a car this afternoon, you're paying the taxes. And so when they tell you, we're going up on businesses, we're raising taxes on businesses, well, hell, they're raising taxes on you and me. That's who's going to pay the taxes. Got that right. Yeah. Uh, so, but, you know, and, and thank you, Luis. I appreciate your call. Uh, 210-599-5555, you want to jump in here on this or anything else. But <laughs> what is so interesting to me, and it's not a surprising thing to me, but they get away with it. Whether it's Chuck Todd on NBC or whoever that was on Face the Nation yesterday or even Brett Bear Friday afternoon on Fox sitting there talking to Joe Manchin, none of them pointed that out. I watched them all. None of them said to Senator Manchin, sir, that's just not true. You know those taxes are passed on through to individuals. So you are raising taxes on the American people. That's how that works. Taxes go up on anything, anybody, anywhere. The American people are the ones who pay any time a tax increase happens. That's how that works. Well, we're going to go up on the taxes on Jeff Bezos and those got Zuckerberg and all because they've got billions of dollars. Yeah, well, guess what? The next time you do business with Amazon, it's going to be more expensive. The next time you do business with Elon Musk and buy a Tesla, it's going to be more expensive. Elon's not going to pay that tax. That's not how it works in America. It's not how it works anywhere. <laughs> you know, there's only one entity that can pay taxes. <laughs> only one. And that's individuals like you and me who stare at red brake lights this time of the day going out there to make money. We're the ones who ultimately pay all, all taxes. Victor, go right ahead. You're on KTSA. Uh, Trey, I want to change the subject just a little bit. Sure. On, on, uh, Joe, Joe Biden, I mean, how many times are we going to have the COVID? You know, that's a, that's a big lie on that, man. I mean, they just continue lying, trying to cover them up like it was right before the presidency, uh, the election. That's all I got to say, brother. You, you you continue on. Thank you. Thank you, Victor. I'm glad you said it because I said it earlier. I wonder if they're going to have him positive all the way through the midterms. They're going to have him in isolation through the midterms. And there he is sitting there, you know, with the camera on by himself in a room with a mask on. I, that's another one I'll never get because I, I saw people on Friday driving down 35 by themselves in their car alone with masks on. All right, a quick break, 210-599-5555. You want to jump in here on any of these topics or anything else that's going on, 210-599-5555. Welcome to Monday. Amogee Bank is your banker. That's your family bank, as a matter of fact, for your personal family banking needs. My friend David McGee and his team, they have put together an awesome, awesome group of folks to help your family, and they focus on families. Well, they, they know what's important. And right now, your family needs all the help in the world when it comes to financial situations, whether that's uh, through the cards, through one. 
624 550 KTSA FM 1071, the Trey page, KTSA.com. You just heard Jack Finger talking about this thing that the city council is going to do, and he's uh, on line one. So, Jack, good morning. Good morning, Trey. I'm glad you called in this morning. So what is this thing that you're advertising? What is the city council about to do? Well, Trey, it's a resolution that the uh, one of the council members, uh, I think it's uh, Terry Castillo from the District 5 uh, near Westside, uh, proposed to, to the mayor and to many other city council members, and they're going along with the idea of putting it on the agenda, uh, especially called Tuesday afternoon meeting not the regular thursday city council meeting but tuesday afternoon and the, the and it's the only item on the agenda they they think they they can do do this they i if i were an unscrupulous politician i i would try bearing the thursday afternoon meeting with, with all kinds of other things in the, in the way there but no they decided to do this they, they think that uh, you and I are pro-abortion; that we don't mind the the murder of unborn babies, and that uh, they want to uh, just uh, make a statement blessing this so-called ideal. And and also in this resolution, if you look at it closely, you will see the fact that they want to uh, actually use your and mine tax dollars to support. This crazy thing. Well, now, Jack, what does it do? Does it is it just uh, you know symbolic, saying, "Hey, we support abortion," or d- does it actually go toward funding abortion? What what does the resolution do? Well, the the resolution pretty much puts puts a blessing on everything they know that they can do behind the scenes. Uh, yes, but essentially, a resolution tells the entire world that you and I, Trey, are pro-abortion, <laughs> and we and we. We don't like being labeled. You and I do not like being labeled like that. So what it says is that San Antonio is a is an abortion city. Is that what it says? Pretty much, yes. Uh, uh, okay. And so consequently, yeah, they, they want to use our tax dollars to uh, fund lobbyists to go up to Austin and uh, lobby for pro-abortion laws up there. I, I couldn't believe it. When I, I thought saw they that. there was something also in here about uh, not uh, you know with the trigger law and everything that's happening here in Texas that they won't be filing all the paperwork so that people can still uh, wink wink nod nod carry on the way it's always been. Is that right? Uh, yeah, supposedly that, that that's what's in the wording there, and consequently, we, hmm. I thought, you know, I yeah, there are persons who know uh, answers that better than I do, but I believe. Those are state law requirements. They are state laws. You, you, you can't just, just no. say you're going to. And unfortunately, you have uh, uh, Mr. Joe Gonzalez, the district attorney, who says he will not be enforcing that when yeah. he took an oath saying that he would. So, right. So. Right. So yes. Well, it's kind of like the sanctuary city deal. We, you know, the, the state passed a law that says you have to work with the federal government when you uh, encounter illegal aliens. And we had our chief of police here. Uh, caught on cam a couple of years ago saying we're not going to involve the feds in this and that you know that video came out so it's circumventing whatever the state passes as a law it's finding a way to circumvent that law uh which apparently i guess what you're telling me is is this resolution that they're going to consider tomorrow is going to do uh is going to do the same thing it'll be very interesting to watch all right so the thing to do as you've been saying is to get in touch with uh, your city council person and let them know your displeasure is it going to be a public meeting can people sign show up and, and sign up to speak tomorrow 
Yes, they can. We're encouraging every single person, every single San Antonio citizen who can hear this thing to immediately call their city council person, email them, if nothing else, and tell them, please do not do this yeah. terrible thing. And uh, and yes, supposedly they, they will get it. And uh, uh, all, all the way up to, we're telling people to, we're asking people to let people know all their friends, family, church members, and so forth, to do this so that uh, we can uh, m- let them know that this is no, we do not want this. And of course, on Tuesday afternoon, please, if you can, join us uh, be- before 12 o'clock, because that's when the meeting begins soon after that, and you need time to, right. to uh, register. So, sh- so show up before noon and sign up uh, to speak at City Hall, right? Is that where it's happening, City Hall? Mm-hmm. Correct, yes. Okay. Theoretically, you would get three minutes, but the American many times cut that down if he so desires. Oh, sure. Well, he does whatever he wants to do anyway. All right, Jack, thank you. Jack Finger calling in with that detail. Uh, if you're interested in this, let your city councilman know, city council person know, let your city council they know, <laughs> your city council G know, <laughs> your city council it know, because, you know, there's some non-binary ones. Let them know. And then if you can be there tomorrow before 12 noon to sign up to be heard, there you go. Thank you, Jack. Appreciate the call. I want to tell you about Lifestyles Unlimited. Lifestyles Unlimited, they are putting together, are helping you put together your real estate business. And, man, if you really want to get serious about setting your future together and and really uh, getting in a position where you can retire in five years or less, then your friends at Lifestyles Unlimited with FinancialFreedomLivestream.com are here to help. How do they do that? Well, they'll show you the ins and outs, rights and wrongs of investing in real estate and how you can start making money investing in real estate right away. They've done it all. And, you know, more than 30 years they've been doing this. So they've seen it all. They know what works and they know what doesn't work. So you don't have to make the mistakes. They already did all that, and now they're ready to teach the program to you. I went through the program, and i got to tell you, I've got friends that have already retired in five years or less. Now, it's not a get-rich-quick scheme. There's no get-rich-quick. you got to work the program. But if you work the program and invest in single-family and multifamily properties, you can get ready to retire in five years or less and have sustainable income that continues to come to you. And right now, it's a great time to invest in real estate. Right now is your time to invest in real estate with your friends at Lifestyles Unlimited. Just go to FinancialFreedomLivestream.com. FinancialFreedomLivestream.com. Use my name as your promo code. That's where W-A-R-E. 639 550 KTSA FM 1071. The Trey Ware page, KTSA.com. Phones are on 210-599-5555. Don't forget, coming up this hour, uh, later on this half hour, Carl Eggers will join us. We'll talk about what's going on with the money and all that. But, uh, I mean, the news is just so slow. I mean, Don's over there. You, you are, like, scraping the barrel trying to find news, aren't you? So did I. I was just looking everywhere. It's just it's slow just, news time. Yeah. Well, vacation. I, I don't like to use the S word or the Q word. What is that? Like, you know, you know slow slow and then the q word quiet i'm not saying oh i see what you're saying because the minute you do something what? really big happens is that what you're see, t- trying whenever, to tell me whenever we say something like that <laughs> all hell breaks loose <laughs> so i just don't even i don't even think about it yeah just well you know work with what we have uh pelosi did take off and went to asia yeah. And China said they were going to shoot her down or something if she went to Taiwan. <laughs> right. So, you know, 
Of course, we're hoping that does not happen. No, that, and would, if it does, that would be horrible. Well, that would be war, is what that yeah, would be. It would you not know? be good for diplomatic relations. No, it would so. be war. It would yeah. be an act of war, and we would have to go to war with China if you shoot down the Speaker of the House. So yeah. that's out there. She has not said if she's going to Taiwan or not, because mm-hmm. she doesn't know she's drunk. So she won't know she's going to Taiwan. She would be, it'd be like any other city. Hey, look, it's San Francisco. There's Asian people here. It must be San Francisco. Hey. Oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's her. That's, that's, so that's you're, she you're, you're saying that if she ends up, <laughs> she will get confused she and think she's in Chinatown. Well, because she's drunk. Okay. <laughs> she just won't know. No. I mean, yeah. She's, yeah. she's yeah. looking for wineries because yeah. she thinks she's up in North California. No, it's, it's vodka. Yeah, she's a walking it is straight. She is straight vodka with a Viceroy with a five-inch-long ash hanging off of it. Viceroy. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's Pelosi for you, man. Oh, that is God. her. <laughs> she's got the old cigarette uh, purse. Oh, man. <laughs> that she it. does. she got the cigarette purse with the lighter stuff down the in the package. One. Yes, that, that is her. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Yep. Yeah. Pack of chewing gum that smells just like cigarettes. Exactly oh, right. The worst. She does. You know, exactly right. And she, you put that the not cologne is perfume for women. You put so much of that on because you're trying to cover up the smell of the cigarettes. You can't cover it up, honey. Nana, we can smell it. Nana stinks. Well, Carvel, yeah. Nana stinks. <laughs> it's, it's true. But back then, oh, in the man. 70s, everybody did. Uh-huh. So, you know, you couldn't tell. But now you can because not everybody does. Hold on. Now, Carlos wants to make a comment in here. <laughs> Carlos, you're on KTSA. Good morning. Yeah, I have a simple question. you have any idea what the purpose is of her taking this trip besides spending our money? What, what can she possibly That's about it. i got to spend a little money. I'm sure, that, you know, it's a... F- government waste of money. Of course, Carlos. Absolutely. You know, it's a fact-finding mission. Uh, she's got to go find another business to invest in so her husband can make another million dollars or five. There you go. Hey, uh-huh. you the I, knew, I knew there was an answer. I knew you'd have the answer. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Have a good day, Carlos. Appreciate the call, as always. James Carville. James Carville. Said a weekend he's proud of Democrat. Meddling in the GOP primary. That's a good thing to do. James Carville. The raging Cajun. I've been telling the stories of how the Democrats have been meddling in GOP primaries. Basically, what they have been doing is they have been going to the GOP primaries and voting for people that they think are not electable in a general election and helping those candidates win, right? And that is completely antithetical to democracy. But James Covell says, hey, listen, the point of a campaign is to win at all costs. So he's a hypocrite. He always talks about democracy. We need to have democracy. We need to have we need to have truth in elections. He always used to say, "We have truth in elections. We need to do we democracy. We have democracy." Nope, that's not democratic, right there. When you're messing around with the election, and when you say the point of a campaign is to win at all costs, that's not a real democracy. They are for cheating. 2020 is easy to understand, and and how they cheated to vote. In 2020, I believe through the through the mail-in ballots. I believe. Well, it's not that I believe it. It's true. We had somebody cheating here, and they were all over television here, filling out ballots for somebody else, and these mail-in ballots that were dropped off in the middle of the night, and all that kind of stuff. They cheat, and they're going to cheat in November to try. It's the only way they're going to be able to win. And James Cobb, all right with that. That's all right. 
Hey, uh, Gordon, go right ahead. You're on KTSA. Good morning. Hey, if you remember uh, our, one of our uh, statesmen, Hillary Clinton, after our ambassador at Benghazi got killed, what difference does it make? What difference does it make, Senator? What difference does it make, Senator? Exactly right. And uh, and, and it wasn't just our ambassador. Uh, I believe it was a total of five that were killed on that uh, botched thing. And she, she took the weekend off while it was going on. She split and went to the house and let them die and didn't get them the help that they needed to survive. So what difference does it make is we got to make sure Hillary Clinton never gets back into power. Gordon, thank you. Um, hey, Don, Jimmy, uh, Elaine, Hiam Wits is calling it quits. Hiam Wits is calling it quits. He says this is going to be his final tour. Hiam says rock and roll's dead. The Beatles, the Stones, Elvis, Madonna, Disco, Motown, David Bowie, Kiss, Metallica withstood the test of time, and now fans stopped paying for music. It's the Internet, it's social media, it's streaming. The artists earn hundredths of a percent of a cent. Can't keep up with downloading legislation, minimum wage laws, write songs, be a performer. It's now pennies for you to do your work. He was told by the interviewer, well, Streisand has done 40 money-making farewell tours. <laughs> why, why, why is this going to be any different for you? And Hyam said, I'm 73 soon. I carry 40 pounds of armor, 7-inch dragon boot platform heels. The physicality makes it uh, the last tour. I can't sit in a chair picking a guitar like blues musician, uh, you know, a la B.B. King did until he literally right. died, right? Mm, yeah. I know I can't stay on the stage too long. Better get off while the getting's good. So Hyam Witz says this is the last tour for me. I don't know if it means it's the last tour for his brothers who are up there with him, but Hyam is done. Well, can't that, say I blame him. Yeah, that's a bummer. But, I mean, they've put in the work. I mean, those guys have been going and all the merchandising business that he did. That dude, I could see him just running the rest of the Kiss merchandise. He didn't, I, I guess yeah. we should tell everybody who Hiam is. Right. <laughs> everybody? Who's Hiam? Gene Simmons. That's right. Yeah. Hiam Witz is Gene Simmons. And so, anyway, yes, uh, he's uh, Gene says this is my last tour. I'm not going to do it anymore. And you're absolutely right, Jimmy, about the merchandising Ooh. because the guy put Kiss on everything, mm -hmm. including human beings, and charged <laughs> people for it, you know, right. and uh, made him and, and Paul Stanley multi, 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 multi billionaires. I don't, so think, I don't think anyone's done it better than Kiss as far as their merchandising and no. with, limi none. with limited touring, too. Bar none. Nobody's ever done it better than them. Yeah. Uh, and, and they're not great musicians, by the way. Uh, I've got a friend that used to mix them at uh, Sound Factory in New York. He said, you know, they're, they're not all that great as musicians, but businessmen, they are fantastic. Both of them mm -hmm. are great businessmen. Right. And, you know, he's earned it. He's right. You know, when you think about it, I like him. And when you think about it, Gene just, he cannot, I've seen the last couple of concerts He's having a real tough time with those gigantic boots, and he just basically stands there now. Yeah, he doesn't move around. You just saw him live. Yeah, we saw them in Austin last year. It was hot. Yeah, and you know he, he, these are these seventy-year-old <laughs> men. I was, I mean, I was sweating profusely. Right, I can't imagine mm -hmm. how it was for them. Right, when they're on stage with all the because you know when the pyro goes off, even though where we were sitting, unbelievable, in the crowd, you can feel it hitting you. You bet. 
You know, I can't imagine what it was like for them. And he's right got those there. gigantic boots, and he's yeah. lifting them up, and 73 pounds of armor that right. he's walking around carrying yeah. on top. So that's whatever he weighs, he must weigh maybe 260, 270. He's, he's, a, big, he's a big boy. Yeah. He's a big dude. With, with, with all that armor on top of that yeah. that he's carrying around, that's crazy. He's yeah. too smart, but... Yes, he, is. he he would be a I think a good politician, but I think he's too smart to get in the game. Done, done. Yeah, they've offered him that opportunity, but a lot of people have talked to him about that before. I, I, that doesn't surprise yeah. me. I think he and Shannon just thought of that's it. I'm gonna you know enjoy yeah. the rest of my life. Yeah, why know? not? Took care of his mama forever. Never drank. Never did drugs. Yeah. Never got messed up like that. Same, I think he did it the right way. Same job for fifty years. Not bad. Go wrong there. That's right. Yeah. All right, I want to tell you about Apple Pest Control. Apple Pest Control and Stan Goodson takes care of getting rid of the bugs at your home. And with it being as hot as it is, the bugs are thriving. And you want to know which one is in particular uh, thriving? No, the ants are doing pretty good. They're thriving right now. Termites. Boy, uh, termites love this kind of weather. The problem with termites is they literally eat you out of house and home and you don't even know it until the damage has been done, until it's too late. You need a professional. Our friends at Apple Pest Control, those are the professionals to take care of all of your pest control services. That's right. They've been around since 1984. They never have a contract because they, they want to earn your business with every single trip to your home. And they'll do a great job. And by the way, they have people and pet-friendly services as well. So if you got two and four-leggeds that are crawling around on the floor around the baseboards, you don't have to worry about that because they got people in pet-friendly services at Apple Pest Control. You're going to love them. And, and mosquito control. So if the mosquitoes are eating you alive when you finally make it outside, they can do a great job controlling mosquitoes at your place, too. That's Apple Pest Control, 210-695-8946. The Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. The stock market headed broadly lower. Both the Dow and the Nasdaq down. Retail stocks have fallen. Broadly lower today. we got a market adjustment. It's earning money the hard way. And that's the bottom line. Yeah, let's talk money. Carl Eggers from CreatingRicherLives.com. Joining me, 655 at KTSA. And the Dow futures are down a little bit this morning. What's the news this morning, Carl? Well, we've got a big week, Trey. we got the uh, employment report coming out Friday. 250,000 is the number, but you know, we just came off of our best month for the stock market since April of 2020. So really good month for the stock market. I think there's been a, a shift from all the inflation worry to recession worry, which sounds a little weird, but you know, the, I mean, both are bad, but the inflation worry, you know, should start to slow down. I think we're seeing some of that. The recession worry though is a, is a real thing. And, you know, we have to worry about, obviously, if there's going to be layoffs and so forth. But the companies reporting their numbers is really what Wall Street watches. And this is why I think we saw a really good week for the stock market and a really good month for the stock market is over half the companies have reported their profits and they're, they're, they're still beating those estimates um, more than the average. So companies' earnings are hanging in there. And when you buy stocks, that's what you're buying is profits. So we're seeing that. And at the same time, the Federal Reserve is starting to – their verbiage last week was a little softer than we have heard, meaning they may, they may start taking their foot off the brakes a little bit and, and instead of raising 0.75% each time, slow it down and then eventually stop. 
The administration is uh, working with uh, Joe Manchin to come up with this gigantic tax increase. Of course, they're saying it's only going to be on businesses, but as we all know, individuals are the ones who pay taxes, and the only ones that pay taxes, even if they put a tax on business, it's passed on through to the individual. You can see it on your receipt uh, any day of the week. Uh, how, how will that affect what goes on with the economic activity if they pass this gigantic thing? Well, I think, you know, I, I think uh, we know what happens. We've seen, you know, 2018 when some tax changes went in our favor. We saw what happened with the economy the next couple of years. And these things take time. And if we see tax increases, that does slack activity. And, and we're not in a we're not in a p- position right now where this economy has margin to do that. You know, we need everything going for ourselves right now because this economy is still very fragile. I mean, it's been a good month in the stock market. Uh, but again, we're on the verge and maybe in a recession. I think you saw last mm-hmm. week the White House putting out their their blog brief about mm-hmm. really defining what a recession is. And I think we know what a recession is, and this is what it feels like. Um, but they're trying to yep. perhaps modify that. Also, Trey, I don't know if you saw this, but on Wikipedia, mm-hmm. go look up recession. Oh no, the, 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 the recession's been modified. Oh yeah, yeah. Times. Talked you about that last week. Yeah, there and they continue to do that. That's right. Thank you, Carl. Appreciate it. We'll visit with him next Monday again, right here on KTSA. Back in a minute. Where and rhyme up next.